Have you ever wanted just to start over? Just to wipe out the past? Maybe get a new chance, a, a, a new, fresh start? You know, some people imagine that a new start requires a new location. Other people believe they need a new career and maybe even a new mate. The fact is that God's salvation provides a new start for us where we are. That's what I want to talk about today on Dayspring. Well, that was the voice of Rex Bullock talking about a new start. Well, it's true. In just a few short days, it'll be a new year. Will it also be a new beginning or a new start for you or someone you know? Today, Rex has a message called A New Start. And here he is to tell you a little bit more. Well, you know, the, the Christmas season is past. I mean, just barely. And we're still kind of in the holiday time. But you've probably uh, begun the process already of, of putting away the presents. Some of you are taking down the tree. Uh, others of you trying to desperately get back to some sort of sense of normalcy after the big day. Well, I, I wish you all the success in the world. <laughs> That's kind of a process, especially if you've had family and friends in, if you've had uh, company and, and whatever else. But uh, we're really beginning to look toward a brand new year. That's always an exciting thing. Say, my friend, thanks for being with us here at Dayspring. I'm so glad that uh, you've chosen to come and be a part of a wonderful worship service. Right during this uh, holiday time as we're kind of transitioning into a new year. Today, I want to talk about getting a brand new start. We, we talk about that a lot in our lives, don't we? We'd like a new start. And, and, and some people think, oh, if I could just move somewhere. If I could just go to a brand new city with a brand new job and a brand new place to live and just kind of wipe out the old slate, boy, could I ever do something. I could really make it. <laughs> Maybe at various times all of us have... Uh, thought of that kind of a kind of a nice thought i think the psalmist david thought of that he said if i just had the wings of a dove so that i could fly away he was perplexed with all kinds of troubles and and he wanted just to go someplace new well you know new starts are certainly for the taking you can make a new start but I want to talk about it from a little bit different aspect today, so I hope that you will stay tuned and be a part of uh, Dayspring. Say, my friend, as we close one year and enter another, I would just urge you to communicate with us. Would you, would you let me know that Dayspring has played a meaningful role in your life this year? Some of you have uh, been partners and friends and a part of this ministry for so many, many years. You've, you've been there very faithfully. You've listened each week from wherever you are around the world. We say thank you. Thank you for allowing us to come into your home or automobile or business place, wherever you may be, 
during this past year. We give God all the glory for what he's done. So many lives have been touched, people have been helped, uh, things accomplished that we could never, ever do within ourselves. But God has made all that possible, and uh, we praise him. We're glad for the medium of radio that allows us to go where we could never go otherwise. And you've been a part of that, and we're so glad. Others of you, maybe this is the very first time. Well, what I'm really saying is we would just love to hear from you right now as we close one year, as we enter a brand new year, as we look to the future. It's always good to know that uh, individuals, people just like you are there. I want to hear from you. Maybe you'd like to share a a gift as we close out this year. Maybe you'd like to just uh, say, hey, I want to give God thanks for the ministry of Dayspring in in a substantive way. And if so, that would be so welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Wherever, whatever. And uh, we are just so glad that you're a part of this ministry. We have for you a beautiful thank you book. It's a lovely book that sits on the coffee table or on your nightstand. It's hardbound, and it's got the most gorgeous artwork. It just says thank you, and it's by Ray Bolts. You've heard that name before, haven't you? Ray Bolts, the writer of the song, Thank You. Thank you, Lord, for, uh, or thank you for uh, just sharing with me. Isn't that beautiful? And uh, most of us know that song. And the CD is a part of this book. So if you want to hear Ray Bolts sing, thank you for uh, just bringing the Lord into my heart, then uh, you can have this. Just simply share a gift with the Ministry of Dayspring. We'll make it available. All right. Here's Joe Alcorn to tell you how that you can receive your copy. Thank you, Rex. You know, our hearts are just full of thanks for keeping his hand on the ministry of Dayspring for these many years. And our thanks to you, my friend, for standing alongside with your prayers and financial giving. Well, a new year is almost here, but there's still enough time to put that year-end love gift in the mail to help launch Dayspring into another year of teaching God's standard for holy living. You can send your tax-deductible gift to Post Office Box 56300, Portland, Oregon, 97238. And as our thank you for your gift, we'd like to send you a special thank you book by singer-songwriter Ray Bolts, along with a CD of Ray singing, Thank You for Giving to the Lord. You can also order the book and CD through our web store online at www.dayspringradio.com. Also, just one call to our toll-free telephone number will bring you the book as well. It's 1-800-783-DAYS. Rex also has email for any personal messages. It's rex at dayspringradio.com. And now before Rex comes with his year-end message called A New Start, we'd like to thank you, listening friend, for your faithfulness with this song by Ray Bolts. Thank you for giving to the Lord. I dreamed I went to heaven and you were there with me We walked upon the streets of gold Beside the crystal sea We heard the angels singing And someone called your name We turned and saw this young man 
And he was smiling as he came And he said, friend, you may not know me now And then he said, but wait You used to teach my Sunday school And I was only eight And every week you would say a prayer Before the class would start One day when you said that prayer I asked Jesus in my heart Thank you for giving to the Lord I have a life that was changed Right. 
thank Ray Bolts for that beautiful song. And now with today's message called A New Start, here's Rex. Well, you know, we all sometimes wish that uh, we could start over. We could just wipe out the past. We could get a second chance. <laughs> I'd like that, wouldn't you? Sure we would. And uh, I, I look at uh, various things in my life and I think, oh my goodness, if I could just start all over again, if I could if I could some way or another do this again, I'd do it differently. You've had that same thought, haven't you? I think there are some reasons why people would like to have a fresh start. I think there are some reasons why they really uh, would like to close one door and enter another. First thing is that life on the natural plane is disappointing. I mean, regardless of who we are or how much we have, life viewed only from the material level always fails to meet our expectations. I don't care how many toys you have, how much materialism you have, all the things that uh, are a part of your life. If all that you do is view life from a materialistic standpoint, there will never be enough. You'll always want a little bit more and a little bit more, and it never really satisfies. Shakespeare cynically describes life in his play Macbeth. He said, Life's but a walking shadow, a poor player that struts and frets his hour upon the stage and then is heard no more. It is a tale told by an idiot full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. That's sad, isn't it? But that's life viewed just on the natural plane. I mean, life is filled with realities. And those realities sometimes are, are very disappointing. Most of us have felt this, even as children, when we dreamed with unbounded anticipation about Christmas, and, and uh, we've just passed the Christmas season, and, and boys and girls all around the world dreamed about Christmas. And yet after the gifts were unwrapped and the tree dismantled, we felt in our heart of hearts that maybe it didn't quite measure up to our dreams. Maybe it wasn't quite like we had thought in our minds that it was going to be. And nothing in this life is. Nothing that we have in this life can quite measure up to the expectations or the dreams that we have about it. We are panting creatures, always wanting more, always craving something else, a little bit more. John D. Rockefeller was asked decades ago what it would take to satisfy him, how much money it would take before he would really be satisfied, and he said, just a little bit more. Isn't that the way it is? Isn't that true? And and maybe you're thinking right now, well, yeah, if I had a little bit more, I would be satisfied. I mean, if I just, just at least some more to wear, my friend, that's the way it is. Just a little more and a little more and a little more after that. 
Life on the natural plane is disappointing. Second, life on the natural plane is incomplete. William Soroyan, in his classic, The Human Comedy, portrays our woeful condition. In that book, Soroyan introduces an immigrant father, Mr. Era, and his three-year-old son, John, in their grocery store in Ithaca, California. And the little boy said to his father, Give me apple! And Era gave John the very best apple in the pile. And the boy took an enormous bite and chewed it slowly, but the apple didn't make him happy. Papa, give me orange. And again, the dad selected the very best orange that he had right there in the produce area. But the orange didn't satisfy the little boy. And then he asked for candy. But again, it was nothing, only only candy. Sweet, yes. Otherwise, nothing, truly nothing. He wants many things, says Era. He says, give me this, give me that. But he never satisfied. Always he want, always he feel bad. That's the way it is, isn't it? Life on the natural plane is incomplete. I mean, no matter what you have, it's never quite good enough. It is never enough. Because our natural yearnings can't be satisfied with just just things around us. Just having what man can produce. Third thing is this. Life on the natural plane is sinful. That's true. As humans, we really long to rise above the downward tug of our natures. But repeatedly we fall. We want to fly, but our wings are broken. We want to, but we can't. Centuries ago, the prophet Isaiah wrote, We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. The Apostle Paul in the New Testament affirmed that. He said in Romans chapter 3, All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. You see, the Apostle also reminds us that the man without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, for they're foolishness to him, and he can't understand them because they're spiritually discerned. Now, we may be gracious, we may be courteous, we may be thoughtful, but still we attempt to satisfy our desires with things, only to discover that they're nothing, truly nothing. We're like the little boy in William Soroyan's The Human Comedy. There it is, nothing. According to the Word of God, the Bible, the things of the Spirit are contrary to the desires of the flesh. Paul once again tells us that in our sinful condition, we're unable to comprehend the things of God. I mean, we just can't do it in our sinful state. We have no equipment for measuring divine truth. And the Bible continues to tell us that the natural person does not understand the things of God. In fact, they're foolishness to him. You take a guy who doesn't know Christ, 
who has no spiritual inclination, and you start talking about things of the Spirit and the things of God, he doesn't get it. It doesn't make sense. It's foolishness to him. To put it simply, spiritual matters are distasteful. And they're very often absurd to the person who does not know Jesus Christ. Now, not only are the things of God foolishness to the unconverted, but the Scripture says this also. He cannot understand them. It's not just that we don't know, but that we cannot know the things of God because they are spiritually discerned. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Life on the natural plane can be changed. That's right. You don't have to say, well, life is disappointing. Life is incomplete. Life is just one more sinful episode after another. No, life on the natural plane can be changed. A new start is possible for you. And you, and you, it's possible. I love J.B. Phillips' translation of 2 Corinthians 5.17. If a man is in Christ, he becomes a new person altogether. The past is finished and gone. Everything has become fresh and new. Oh, I love that. When I sincerely confess my sins before a holy God and confess that Jesus Christ is God's only provision for my sins... Through his death and resurrection, I can experience a fresh and new start. (laughs) Some people imagine that a new start requires a new location. They think the only way is to just, uh, hey, change places. Or or maybe, maybe they need a new career. Some people think the only way to get a new start is just to get a new mate. Or... As we begin a new year to turn over a new calendar leaf, maybe this next year will be the year of a new start for me. Maybe it's all going to work out differently. Maybe it's just going to be the best year of my life, and I'll get a brand new start as December 31 turns into January 1, and I'll have a new start. Now, the fact is that God's salvation provides a new start for us right where we are. You don't have to have a new location. You don't have to have a new career. You don't have to have a new year. You don't have to have a new mate. You can have a new start right now. Martin Luther described his conversion to Christ this way. He said, When by the Spirit of God I understood these words, the just shall live by faith, I felt born again like a new man. I entered through the open doors into the very paradise of God. Isn't that beautiful? And it's so true. There's no better time for a new start than right now. Right now. In fact, if I could be so bold as to tell you this, that's the only new start you can have, is the one right now. Because, you see, you don't have tomorrow. You and I don't. Hey, now, that's the time. 
That's the time. We're in the now, and that's all we have right now. So if you're going to have a new start, you need to have it now. And this moment, the only moment that we have, is the moment that Jesus Christ can come in and give you a new start and a new life. And there can be a brand new you. Let's just pray about it right now. Would you like to do that? As we begin a new year, would you like to ask the Lord Jesus Christ to do a new thing in you and give you a new start? Father, just now, I thank you for what you've done in the past, but there are so many people that I'm talking to right now who need a new start. And they have some false expectations. They think new starts really begin with with uh, a new location or a new set of circumstances or maybe more money, whatever. But Lord, right now, with a bowed head and an open heart to you, we can have a brand new start. Simply as we say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come in today, come in to stay. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Thank you, God, for doing that. You promised that you would. The death of your son, Jesus Christ, on the cross meant that all of us can have a new start. And so we we just take that for ourselves. We appropriate that right now. And are asking that for that man or that woman... That young guy, that young lady, you're going to give, you're going to give them a brand new life, new start. Now, now, not tomorrow. We don't have the promise of tomorrow. We don't know when that's going to come. It may never come. In fact, now is our only time. And so I'm asking that you will do it now. In the name of Jesus Christ, we ask these things. Amen. And amen. Thank you very much, Rex. In closing, I want to again remind you, listening friend, of this special gift offer. It's the Ray Bolt's Thank You Book along with the music CD. Both are yours for a gift to this ministry. The address, Post Office Box 56300, Portland, Oregon, 97238. Also, you can order by telephone at 1-800-783-DAYS. Next week, or I should say next year, Rex returns with a New Year's message called On Christ the Solid Rock I Stand. Well, on behalf of all of us here at Dayspring, Happy New Year, everybody. Join us next time. I am so glad you came.